0: Hello to my dinks. Good Tuesday. Hope everyone enjoyed the Ryder Cup this past weekend. I was pretty shamelessly pulling for Team Europe. Because, let's just be honest, they're just more likable. Today on Group Golf Therapy, we have a, a really inspiring session with someone named Alex Forey. We met Alex down at the 2023... US Adaptive Open at Pinehurst this July, and we were just immediately taken by his character, his outlook on everything and his attitude about the game of golf and how it can change people's lives. It's a pleasure to have Alex on the podcast and hear him talk about his new foundation, Single Hand Golf, which helps give golf to children with adaptive needs. He also recently just partnered with Jordan Thomas, who is a group golf therapy alumnus as well, and we know they're going to make a killer team. If you want to learn more about what Alex is working on, head to singlehandgolf.com or give him a follow on Instagram. So enjoy this session with Alex, hit him straight, and mind your golf. Another side to good health, and that's good mental health. It's good to see you. Hey, thanks for having me on. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, thanks uh, for joining. No, it's a no-brainer. What? First of all, we have to address <laughs> the, ze- the zebra pelt right behind <laughs> you. Zebra pelt. What? What the hell is that? That's amazing. Yeah.
1: So uh, my dad, my parents are South African. They're from right. South Africa, and my dad was a big hunter. And we've got a kudu over there. uh This is like the game room. We've got a, a small little thirteen point over there. We got a twenty eight point buck on the wall there, oh and then we've gosh. got an elk over there. So a literal game so. room.
0: Yeah, it's a game room.
2: That's not where you go yeah. to play. Yeah, Xbox. yeah. yeah. No, That's not me. eating. No. no video games.
1: But the PlayStation's right there with that <laughs> 80-inch plasma. Y'all, this is my parents. I'm, I'm at my parents' house right now.
0: Are you a hunter as well, or is that just your parents?
1: I am. Hunting and fishing. I love fishing. My dad always taught me, like, if you're going to shoot something, you have to eat it. Mm-hmm. And he made me eat squirrel, and he made me eat a cardinal one time. I oh, shot A cardinal? A cardinal.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's like a federal crime.
1: Right, right yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, Oh, I'm sure, yeah, I was like 12. <laughs> yeah, edit that post. I was 12, but he made, it, he made me eat it.
2: I mean, that's the hunter's like creed, you know? Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm here for that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to do yeah.
0: it, do it in total.
2: Right, right. right. absolutely.
0: All consuming,
1: literally. Leave no crumbs. No beak left behind, right? Exactly.
0: <laughs> I love that. So how are you doing, Alex? It's been a couple months since we saw you down in... Pinehurst. And I suppose for you know, people who listen to this program regularly, they'll know your name because we, we talked to you and talked about you uh, for a couple weeks straight, just how moving that whole week was down at the Adaptive Open in Pinehurst. But how has the time been? What has your life been like since we saw you down in North Carolina?
1: Man, it's been amazing. Um, A lot of cool projects coming along, uh, launching Single Hand Golf, which is my nonprofit that helps kids with disabilities, really uh, anybody with a a physical disability play golf, whether it's getting clubs in their hands, uh, whether it's getting a range membership, um, access to a course, whatever that looks like where they can actually get out and play golf and, and have a... A way to be able to look past their disabilities mm. and show the world, like, "Hey, I, I may have a missing leg, but I'm a damn good golfer." And you're gonna, you know, you're gonna classify me, and you're gonna know me by my, you know, by my golf skills. You know, y'all know me as a golfer, Ukrainian golfer. Not, I have very rarely ha- have I been like, "Oh, he's a one arm golfer." It's, hey, yeah. he's, he's a golfer.
0: Yeah, I love the motto of your foundation, one arm, zero handicap. Yeah, that's a, that's a bar. <laughs> yeah, B, <laughs> it's just like it speaks to that entire, what you just said. It doesn't define you. It's a part yeah. of you. But you're just a person who is really good at golf.
1: Thank you. Been working with a couple of other charities as well and uh, doing a bunch of tournaments. I just won the Midwestern Amputee. The arm division in Chicago, uh, which was really cool. Congratulations! I did that last week, and really getting ready for the J- uh, Japan Adaptive Open, So twenty eighth playing, and um, we're we're single hand golf is going with uh, the Japan Disabled Golf Association. And we're doing awesome. clinics for the first time ever uh, in Japan, in Tokyo and Osaka, uh, for kids with disabilities. Which is Sick. that's what we're here for, you know. And so it was at the Adaptive Open where we teamed up and made it official. And, nice. Um, and so October 15th, I'll be leaving for 10 days. And oh, amazing. Going out there.
2: Who else uh, yeah. helps you with the, the foundation? Is when you say you're putting on clinics, right, like for kids putting clubs in people's hands, Like I can imagine there's a it's a team effort. So who's on your team that, that helps with the foundation? Give them a shout out.
1: There's so many people on the team. Um, really, it's family. Uh, I've, I've gone through a lot this past year, and my family has stuck really close with me, um, and, and they've been amazing. I've got my, my agent manager. He's been really good. His name's Logan. Logan. But I I love doing the, say, a kid needs clubs. I love the relationships that we have with Tyler and Ping and uh, Mizuno. And I just, I get to share those stories of two, you know, whether it's the CEO of Mizuno, Jeremy, or, you know, and I'm talking to the freaking CEO of Mizuno. How cool is that? Uh, and sharing these stories of them donating clubs and this is what's happening and this kid is on you know has no legs and now he's on the high school as a freshman on the high school golf team and on the varsity team and just taking names kicking by i actually posted on my um instagram of him uh his name sam you know adopted from china and Grew up with no legs, and, and now he's kicking butt on the high school golf team. And then it's like I get to show Jeremy this. I'm like, hey, this is what you do. This is what yeah. you do. Mm. And I, this is what I love about the adaptive open. Medicaid, I, I putted horribly. Mm. Um, I missed five fairways and three rounds of golf. And I putted atrociously. And, and this is kind of weird because it was the first time where people were following me.
3: Mm, like yeah, as fans
1: yeah. and yeah. I was like, normally I just throw the putter in the lake and, and <laughs> plug with my wedge. I mean, it was, that's a very easy thing for me to do, but I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And on 18, this kid and his dad come up to me and, um, and he's got a syndrome where his arms won't fully develop. Okay. Um, and so I gave him the putter and said, Hey, thanks for walking around and watching back off.
3: <laughs>
1: um, and the dad, and I just instantly connected, and and the relationship that we have with Ping, uh, we teamed up, and now he's got custom built clubs by Ping. No way! And so every day in in his dad's garage, he's hitting golf balls, and he's five. That's so cool! And it's like, yeah, you know, that's what the adaptive open's all about, right there—is yeah. making an impact for the next generation of young kids with disabilities.
0: Well, it's visibility right? Like you said, it's the first time you've had somebody walk, you know, people walk around and, mm-hmm. um, and support you as fans. What did that feel like? Did you feel any additional pressure that week? It sounds like on the emotional front, maybe to like stay composed yeah. a little bit more, but yeah. on the actual like playing front, what did it feel like to have people in the gallery?
1: It was awesome. Uh, I love it. I love the pressure. Uh, the pressure but. What- well, it gets me. I don't know if you can say it tickles the balls, but I love it. Uh, <laughs> oh, we I, added I that to the, that. the glossary of terms. Uh, there the the we go. <laughs> they do not use uh, glossary of terms, uh, but I love it. I like, I, give me a camera. I would, I'd play better with a camera, you know, put me on SportsCenter. Just because you focus more.
0: I mean, you have to, right?
1: And that's why I'm telling, talking with my dad. I'm like, Dad, I I do better on the hard shots.
0: Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. Like the we've talked about the you know 140 yards out from the middle of the fairway is so much scarier of a shot than 180 out from a rough and from the rough and you got to bend it around a tree. It's like because it, the, the expectations are different.
1: And, and I've always, you know, I've read that book and watched that Robin De Niro movie, mm-hmm. um, Seafield Trucks, Fairways of Utopia. And it's weird because the hard shots, you see it and you have to feel it mm-hmm. and you have to trust it. And it's like, why, why can I not apply this to the 140 yard, you know, pitch and wedge mm-hmm. middle of yeah. fairway? Uh, and, and I think staying focused, it was hard out there too. Cause you're playing five days and then, my buddies and I play Southern Pines. We played the cradle about four times. And so, yeah. so like, there's a lot of golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> and probably next year uh, it's in Kansas, I think. Mm-hmm. So if I get in, um, hopefully there will be other you know shiny objects like Southern Pines or <laughs> number two.
0: Yeah, man. The weather was a little uh, uh, contentious as well. I know it, it added mm-hmm. a layer of complication to that week. I've read a little bit about your story and and when we got to spend time together at at Pinehurst it was so focused on golf right like we're on we were on the course playing together at you know asking you questions and things like that very golf related what do we need to know about your context your early experience yeah to fully understand who we're speaking with right now
1: Born in Ukraine. So I was born right after the Soviet Union collapsed and Ukraine had no idea how to run a government, mm. no idea how to run a country independent of itself because they were run for for years and years and years. And so um, they didn't know what to do with orphans. Um, and so I got put immediately into an orphanage as a baby. Uh, We don't know why. Due to the location, um, I was born with a cleft lip and palate, which means I was born with a a giant hole in my mouth. And then uh, I had one arm uh, due to the uh, radiation uh, complications. And grew up just surviving. Every day was survival. Uh, You you had to choose to live. (laughs) And you had to choose really to fight. Um, and that's why I, I think my life in golf, you know, every hole is a new hole, but you have to choose, even if you hit a bad shot, like, hey, how am I going to pick myself up and, and try to save poor? Mm. Uh, I weighed 35 pounds, no, 32 pounds when I was seven, when I got adopted and I got really, really lucky, moved to America. Day one was fishing and day two was uh, going to a golf course. And i really, I had no male role model. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to be just like my dad, he played right-handed and so I played Mm. right-handed, which means I go backwards, I hit backhanded. Love golf, Um, and and my dad never pushed me into sports. He wanted me to enjoy sports um, for what it was. He was an incredible athlete. He played rugby, cricket, soccer, tennis, uh, water polo. I mean, you name it, he played it. And and so he was an amazing athlete, and he wanted me to play all these sports. But golf always came back, you know? I always came back to golf. eighth grade year all the cheerleaders were on the football team so, or on the football field and so I decided to become a kicker and a wide receiver so I played a uh, kicker and wide receiver for the high school football team and uh, n- never never got a phone number from a cheerleader so <laughs> I picked up golf again senior year and by the end of season I was uh, the number two golfer on the team and I hadn't played wow. in like four years.
2: And now look at you. You're putting clubs in people's hands.
1: Came full circle. That's beautiful. Full circle. I I played in a little charity tournament called Jordan Thomas Foundation. And uh, he actually played uh, in the Adaptive Open last year. And he's my boy. Uh, We love JT, man. Uh, J.T.'s amazing. His story's amazing, but what he does. And so we've teamed up. So he gives legs, I give golf clubs. And so I texted, uh, there's a six-year-old. His name's Noah. He's amazing. Uh, he's got blades right now. And, um, and I've already got him clubs ready to rock and roll. And so we're giving him clubs tomorrow. Like, that's how quick it was.
0: <laughs> you say that golf kept coming back into your life. And it seems as though golf was kind of, Almost more of like the fallback rather than you being like compelled to to play so much. Mm-hmm. What do you think golf gave you at that time from a support perspective?
1: Man, I, I mean, I'll, I'll get into it. I, I, so I just went through a divorce uh, and that's been the hardest thing in my entire life. And if it wasn't for golf and being able to have to deal with lawyers or deal with you know, crap, uh, and being able to go outside and just for 10 minutes hit, hit a little white golf ball. Mm. The ability to just zone out and do something and be able to repeat something mm. that you know you're good at mm. and good enough, and you don't have the stresses of this world, you don't have the, the heartbreak, you don't have all this mental heaviness. You just go out on a golf course, and it's just you, a club, and a ball. You've got the sun going through, peeking through the trees. I wouldn't say it saved my life, but golly, it it got me through some of the hardest times ever. I'm not trying to make it dark, but that's what golf did to me. Uh, And and, uh, I was a roofer. Uh, I was doing really well roofing, and then I tore my ACL, and I'm like, you know, like, I want golf, like give me back golf. Going through the divorce, I, I was able to launch uh, after uh, the single-hand golf and, and seeing what firsthand golf gave me and being able to get through the crappiest of the crappiest of times. Um, basically, what happened to me in the orphanage when, when my parents <laughs> yeah you know, left me in the orphanage. That's, that's how it felt. And and I was able to go outside and play golf. Again, it didn't keep me alive, but it was pretty damn close. There's just nothing like perfecting something over and over again. And and then being able to, when you don't really have it, just being able to repeat it and and have something constant. Fortunately, water and bunkers are constant. So I get really good bunker practice. (laughs) That's what I love about golf meeting you guys what what an honor you know and that's what I love about the adaptive open you know, I do not know it was so different from year one to year two yeah and you just don't know who you're gonna meet and you're and that's what I love about golf like I love going to a random golf course and not being you know Alex alarm golfer or uh, nobody knows me and I just get paired up with a random and and by the end of it your best friends
2: speaking about you know, the first year to second year I know that I mean we got to witness reunions happening and like just just the level of support that y'all have for each other across the different mm-hmm. um, denominations and and uh, categories and like physical places like coming together and mm-hmm. seeing each other again you know for the second mm-hmm. year uh, this is a question we used to ask in like season one of group golf therapy. So let's go back a bit, but like, who are some of those faces that you saw uh, at this year at Pinehurst that you were like really looking forward to that you were like really, really happy. Yeah. To
1: see? Trevor Arnault, um, Chris Biggins and I live in the same city and, and Chris is amazing. Kip, Kip's an awesome dude. One of the funniest human beings you'll ever meet. Deborah Smith. I love Deborah. So we get to see other, uh, each other at little tournaments here and there, and but we always go back to, hey, you know, the connections that we made at Pinehurst and how mm-hmm. special that is.
0: We saw so much at the Adaptive Open. We saw so much toughness, mental and physical, like you said, the will to fight. Yeah. I expected to see a lot of toughness. What I didn't expect to see but did nonetheless was so much delicateness. And support and care and this community that was just so supportive and yeah. that I've never witnessed at a golf tournament before.
1: It's pretty cool, isn't it?
0: It's fucking awesome. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it was-
1: more people, more people need to come out. I, I'm telling you, I, man. That's
0: what we've been year
1: saying. Year one, uh, I think we had the third highest uh, TV rating for the USGA. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. Behind the US Open and then the US Ladies Open. Yeah. I'm like, and that's my goal. My goal is to get, and that's all the Golf Channel coverage, but I want, I want like uninterrupted five hours of the adaptive open. Yeah. Because, you know, you saw little highlights from one or two people. You know, there were people making shots that weren't on camera, unfortunately. Yeah. And you're like, they should be on TV. No, no the shot
0: making is <laughs> astounding.
1: Different level. You get Chad Piper out there. <laughs> my job, I, what I would love for is to get adaptive golf in, in the spotlight. Yeah. And, and yeah, you know, I'm privileged to be one of the ambassadors for adaptive golf. And it's a huge honor. But we're not there yet.
0: Every person competing in that field is doing a job of making the sport right more visible and therefore Mm -hmm. more equitable and that's we can't thank you enough for that work i mean it's it it's Mm eye-opening
1: like jordan and i say we do it for the kids man we really do and they're the ones that you know yesterday's tournament it's kind of like a soul refreshing Mm -hmm. you know like a reboot it's like ah now i now i remember why we're here Mm -hmm. (laughs) why
0: we're here we asked this to all of the guests on our show. Um, if you had an opportunity to play a round of golf with a younger version of yourself, what do you think you would talk about?
1: Oh, I I love this question. I would tell myself um, it's a game and don't take it as seriously as you're taking it because you're not chasing profession. You're just chasing better. I was so hard on myself and that, that's the only reason that kept me from playing D1. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ha- I felt like every shot had to be perfect. And, and when you're on five and you've had, you know, five pars and then on, you get on six and you block one right, OB, uh, it was just, I, I let my mind, you know, crush it. And and so um, I'm grateful. I I think y'all know the guy, he's been a huge influence to me, Brett McCabe. He's a sports psychologist and. He works with um, John Rahm, Colin Marcalla, um, football teams, baseball teams. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're going to screw up. <laughs> give yourself some grace. Mm-hmm, yeah. and, and that's life. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to make mistakes in life. Give yourself some grace. Have a plan to overcome. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Brett's been helping me really. Give. <laughs> I've had a plan. Uh, but yeah, you, know, you, you can't have a plan after, the, uh, or before, you know, being able to give yourself some grace.
0: Why do you think you were so hard on yourself originally?
1: Um, I think soccer had something, uh, honestly two things. Soccer, um, having, you know, winning championships and all that, it was like, oh yeah. So you had
0: a taste uh, of and success. Then,
1: <laughs> yeah. And then Tiger Woods 2004 on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I shoot 58 out there every God, day. It's so good. Why can't I do that in real life? Man, like, come on. Come on. I can't hit 330 yards off a rock and a penguin. Right. Into right. The hole? Like... <laughs> That's
2: real. Spent hours of those games. Seriously, I could like, do
1: anything out here. Yeah. Sure. Why not hit a 90 yard flop shot and land on the down slope? I'm saying,
2: I try it still. He really does.
1: We do it for fun, just to make fun of ourselves. But yeah,
0: <laughs> nah, low key, Connor be pulling that off too. What was the best era of uh, of of Tiger Woods, the video game?
1: Great question. Um, I always, I actually always bought the even years.
0: So give oh, me a four. I like that.
1: Give me six. Give me eight. Give me. Six I don't think good. I bought 12. I definitely bought 14, which was the Masters. Yeah. I think ten. that was the, the Masters one. Yeah.
2: 2006
1: was fun. But all the even years. Because I felt like the odd years, the graphics were the same. They just had different um, players and Interesting. things that you could. Mm.
0: Yeah. For being golf games, they had incredible soundtracks. Oh, yeah. Those games. Oh, yeah. I The first Tiger Woods game I had was 05. Okay, and yep. they had they had the way you move by Outkast. They sure did. Mm-hmm. They had a couple. They had a Timberlake song. I forget which one it was, but it was just like I was like, "Why is this in a golf game? This makes no sense." I thought golf was supposed to be quiet, right? And, yes. and no, no music. But those soundtracks slapped.
1: Making golf fun. That's why. I, I, that's another thing I'm trying to do for kids. You know, one of the kids, uh, Noah, made a birdie yesterday, and I jumped in the lake. I'm trying to find the video. Did you actually? This dude was like, "Hey, if no one makes a birdie, we're we're jumping in the lake." I'm like, "I can't let you be the only one that jumps in the lake." So I jumped in the lake with him, and oh, Noah's trying to jump in the lake too. I'm like, no, you have no legs. You, we, we can't." Yeah, you're, you're not going. Liability. Like, no uh, let me let me jump in the lake for you. And so yeah, we we I want kids to respect golf, but I will also want. Them to have fun, play some music. Yeah, there'll be a turn and have a boombox out there. It's 2023. Every cart has a a, has a speaker. Yeah, and they're literally designed to have like really loud in the cart. Yeah, and then when you get out of the cart, it's not that loud. Right. So like, um, have that element of fun and being able to laugh at yourself too, because especially if if they have a disability. Um, growing up with a disability, you have to have a sense of humor, Mm. have to, Mm. have to, have to, have to, uh, I think going through middle school, anybody going through middle school has to have a sense of humor. Um, but but especially if you have a a, a disability, you gotta be able to to make fun of yourself. Not, you know, not to downgrade yourself, but at least to laugh at yourself and have fun. Mm. That's
0: hard to learn though. Yeah. You tell them. What's the worst rule in golf?
1: I fixed this and it was so dumb. Um, I had a ball come nestle not on the out of bounds line, but like the ball was touching the pole, but not on the line. And they're like, Yeah, you can't move the pole, the stake. Oh. I was playing in the Tennessee Stadium. First hole, I hit a great shot. Great drive. Just pump one out there about 300 in front of all these like good golfers. And I'm like, okay, we got the first tee jerks out and I go flag hunting, which is dumb. Uh, and I hit the side of the bunker and it just shoots it out. And I'm like, well, you know, we're taking, give me another ball. And I find it and it's like not on the line, but it's touching the stake. And, I, and thank God I called the rules because I was about to pick it up and throw and mm. chip and because yeah. my ball was not on the line. He said, yeah, it's not part of the property. I'm like, somebody on this golf course put that stake <laughs> on this property. You can't tell me that that court part is not not on. And so I got lucky and I was like, screw it. So I actually chipped it and I hit the stake and ricocheted the ball it was awesome oh, and made shit. par wow oh, hell it was yeah. all, one of the greatest like FU's ever yeah yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> and You're I'm like just all staring at hours. the <laughs> just staring at the Marshall like or the umpire just like and make the par and I did I like I, I went full like Tiger Woods fixed pump and everybody's like what what did we just see I'm like I, I don't know yeah but, that, on the first hole um, that's epic that calls for it for oh sure. it was awesome yeah yeah
0: Bradford injury, what do you think the worst
2: rule in golf is? My 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 mind immediately goes to dress
1: code.
2: Mm. Yeah. Um I mean within reason, obviously. Like uh don't pull up in like Jenko jeans. Or do. Or, or do. do yeah,
0: or super do. Or super <laughs> do.
2: <laughs> yeah. I just like the, the where we're at in golf now, where we're like actively trying to grow it and actively trying to recruit mm-hmm. people who traditionally do yep. not have access to the game, those people yep. may also not have access to dry fit pants.
1: <laughs> like, yep.
2: true, across the Yeah, board. they're not buying and Millar. Yeah, right, they're just not.
1: Crazy story. Playing uh, Driftwood Country Club. They're known for their halfway houses. So they they have breakfast lunch and dinner. Oh, let's go. But in front of us is Jordan Speeve and Ricky Fowler and literally tennis shoes well jordan was playing barefoot uh and ricky was in tennis shoes shorts and a t-shirt like you know just like Were and they you're like,
0: like butt chugging beers too <laughs> like every no. time i see a video <laughs> the literally. Like, yeah.
1: no it wasn't spring break uh <laughs> 2012 or whatever let's be k2012 or whatever golfer has gone wild <laughs> right right yeah uh it wasn't that it, but it was just like like, who cares you're playing golf that's the environment mm. that they had super nice like stupid nice mm. um you i the rules to be a member on that course is i mean you have to have a house and, and all that um on the course oh, okay. uh same thing with troubadour uh in nashville okay. um but it's it's like dude hey i just got off my pj and my shorts and my <laughs> you know my hookahs and i'm my t-shirt. Like, I don't want to have to wear, you know, the uh, metal spikes and a polo.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, of course uh, not.
1: And so, um, it was super cool just being able to follow them around and watch them outside of a tournament. Yeah, that's so atmosphere. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I, and, I, you know, I dressed up, you know, trying to look <laughs> fresh and cool. Yeah, yeah. And Jordan Smith and Ricky Fowler I, and gym shorts and, t- uh, you yeah, know, I'm like, yeah. All right, I I'm <laughs> not what I expected.
4: Yeah, totally. I think, I think that's one thing. You know, if we're gonna give Live any credit, uh, I think letting players wear shorts is really yes. Like, if you just see all the number of players uh, that play on the Live tour that actually wear shorts instead of pants, I think that's that's a, a pretty telling sign that guys for rather play, sh- play in shorts than pants. Like, I, mm. you're th- if we're we're billing all of these guys as uh, athletes why would you not let them yep. wear athletic clothing while they're performing a sport you know it's like why why do the tour the PGA tour uh have a strict pant dress code like even in practice rounds they're wearing shorts totally
1: it's not fun when you're in Tulsa, yeah. Oklahoma, playing in Southern Hills, and it's 110 yeah. with a heat index of 120, and yeah. you have to wear. Yeah,
4: like, no, is ridiculous. it
1: that important?
4: It's not. That's it's ridiculous. not. Lucas Glover should be <laughs> yeah. on the. He should be lobbying. Oh, Lucas Patriot Glover needs Saint. to be lobbying against pants. <laughs> heat check. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, and Link Soul is what he wears, and I freaking love Link Soul.
4: Link Soul's uh, great. Yeah.
1: Great stuff. And I'm like, dude, like, this should be the most telling sign of getting shorts on the yeah. tour. Yes.
0: I, I hug, I'm, like, I'm please hold on them. Or the PGA tour needs to invest in some like full body diapers for the <laughs> Oh on,
1: absolutely.
0: That that Jeez. is just unacceptable.
1: Hey I'm, Lucas, here's your pull-ups for the week. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: Should we hit some meat and, meat and taters? And meat titers. and taters.
1: Do it. 100%. I, I want the favorite smell question.
0: Fine. Ask and right. you shall receive. Done. Alex. <laughs> Alex. What are some of but your you favorite... But you have to ask it. All right. What are what are some of your favorite golf
1: smells? I love when they put fresh pine straw down and it's like you go to a PGA tournament and you just walk in. Same thing at like at Augusta on a Monday the best round to go to Augusta is on Monday, and you can fight me for it. I don't care. <laughs> a, because they haven't sold out of everything. Right. B, everything's fresh. And then you, you're you literally getting out of your car in the parking lot, and you can just smell the pine straw. You can smell the mulch. And you're like, oh well, this is heaven. Thank you.
0: Yeah. That's before Augusta starts smelling like a music festival, too. You know, Uh, like late in the week is tough late, late in the week. It's it reeks out in (laughs) the the putting down the fresh pine straw thing, too. I didn't actually know that it wasn't just like natively there. Bradford and Drew and I played a golf course in North Carolina. Do you guys remember this? We were standing outside waiting for our tea time. And the maintenance crew came around with a bag yeah, they were, of pine straw and yeah. started spreading it around, like, like fluffing it, was it. fucking yeah, mistletoe. like it was like, yeah, it was it like was, mulch, yeah, yeah, like it was mulch. It, it was also crazy. makes, and I was like,
2: so much sense for a place like Augusta yeah. that is so well manicured that like yes. every needle is is delicately placed. How would yeah, you with, go, okay.
1: tweezers, they, like they a They have restaurant. yeah chopsticks. Yeah, yeah here exactly. we go. Here's yeah. your chopsticks.
4: It's like a Michelin star chef placing them out there. Yeah, like you're at like you're at Noma. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the the I'm sure someone has tried to eat the pine straw from Augusta. I'm sure someone. Has. Oh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, or
0: yeah.
4: walk off with a pocket full of it. <laughs> at least.
0: Oh, right. absolutely. Yeah.
1: A divot flying, catch it <laughs> yeah. like a center fielder.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've seen oh, that. Well, that's great. The the pine straw smell, mm-hmm. fresh pine straw. I love
1: straw it, man. As it's laid down. I, I that's do. a good one.
4: That's very that's specific. Yeah. I love that.
1: Thank yeah. you. I've been thinking about that for one for a while. I've been listening to your, you guys for a while. and I, I wonder what I'm going to say. when yeah, you know. <laughs> no, 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 one so no one said that yet. No one said that That's a good and one. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you, yeah.
4: Alex. Oh, unique. Thank you. Alex, we also have another uh, a new question for for any new, yeah. for any longtime listener uh, that we added to season five. Uh, can you tell us a favorite golf sound of yours?
1: The SQ Nike driver Yo. when you tow it, oh. just ahead. oh, even more Not specific, you... the toe. But yeah. no, no, no. Like I, I remember Go. it. Uh, I'm. At Hoover Country Club, and just get done and somebody somewhere on the golf course, just a hair toe.
0: It could have been and another golf course.
1: It, it could have. And it's like, am I watching like the women's like softball championship or, <laughs> or, or are we what are we doing with these baseball bats and golf balls?
4: It's, it, it sounds like a soup can. It, it echoes. <laughs> like
1: corked. if you're in a, if you're playing a cork in a valley, it echoes.
0: Yeah. My theory with the development of that driver is that Nike had a bunch of leftover aluminum from their baseball or softball bat <laughs> run that year and they were like, "Well, shit, I guess we'll make these into drivers." Yeah. <laughs> and they corked those motherfuckers cuz they Oh yeah. They pained. They came
4: in
1: coco the <laughs> crap <out of> those. <laughs> yo
0: that's so good nike needs to reissue those Please. immediately
1: if they did I, like i, they would sell out I work instantly. at a golf shop it's called pebble and it's a boutique and we build custom clubs and it's super cool when ricky won when Wyndham won when uh keegan won every other phone call you got a jailbird <laughs> you got a jailbird yeah i'm like Sir, if I had jailbird, first of all, I wouldn't sell it to you because it would be on eBay and <laughs> it would have been already sold. But, like, if Nike brought that back, I, their their revenue mm-hmm. sales would, I mean, I think you could take that money and start up, restart up the golf club. Line. Oh, for
0: sure. 100%. 100%. Oh, why aren't they doing it?
1: And, I, and y'all remember the, the blue vapor iron? Yeah. Oh
0: my Epic. God. Yes. Epic. Those
1: were great. You know, those those made you feel great, like too. a tour pro. Cause yeah. you would hit a seven iron 200 yards and you're like, <laughs> talk mm, about, court. I am tiger. Yeah, I am tiger.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then the next <laughs> one you hit slightly off the heel and be like a hoggle rocket. And you're like, I am not yeah. tiger.
2: <laughs> 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 I'm just going and she mediate. Yeah. Uh, Alex, we're, you know, I, I loved hearing about, you know, your childhood and, and how golf fit into your life. So I want to dial it back just a touch for this next question. Um, what is a core golf memory of yours?
1: Um, and it's weird because something will trigger. Like I'll be at a grocery store and I'll see something and I'll be like, I mm-hmm. oh, remember when I get my dad's butt for the first time. Or, like, remember my first birdie? Like, everybody remembers their first birdie. I don't care what you say. You can be Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods remembers his first birdie. And I I remember how lucky I got. I'm, like, I shank it right off the tree, down the cart path, rolls down to, like, 15 feet, and I make the putt, and all my dad's buddies are, like, he just made it, like. And I'm like running around the green, and my dad we we're playing at a country club. My dad's like, "All right, calm, calm sir, calm, everyone, calm down. It's okay." You know, these grown men just run around like they won the lottery. Um, so it, it's cool. They're so many. My suit is yep. on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, that's good but I, like I don't know if it happens with y'all but you go like to a golf course and you remember a hole that's similar and you're like yeah
0: yeah, yeah. it just it it transports you yeah
1: correct and so um, I, I, I don't really have one specific but
0: first birdie is a good one though mm-hmm. first birdie awesome. absolutely
1: first eagle's amazing too because <sighs> I went back to back
0: you're like I can
1: do this yeah you didn't know that you had that in you, yeah. and I was pretty old. I was like twenty two. Yeah, and I'm like, wow. dude, like I'm I am struggling. We're playing this crappy mini course. It, it's a four hundred and fifty yard par five, and you're like, I have a an eagle in my life, a May an eagle, and then the very next par five, I stuck a four iron from two ten to like two feet, and you're like, <sighs> well, this is easy, dang. why is nobody making eagles every part five like come on yeah that was cool and then hold on everybody guilty when i make an eagle i
0: i can you explain that like i i I feel guilty when i make an eagle for some reason
2: i know i know what you're talking about i kind of feel like i'm stealing or something i'm I'm like what did i did i miss i feel like
0: i broke a rule or miscounted or something like that i was like surely there was another stroke back there Surely and go,
1: go to a clubhouse and give them 10 for a tip. Like, I, yeah. I don't know why, but <laughs> yeah. I feel like I need to give you a tip.
0: I feel like I stole something. Yeah. Um, Alex, what is one of your biggest golf fears?
1: If there's water on the right and you have to play a cut, like over over the bunkers, water on the right, pins tucked, and you you have to hit a cut. You're just like, Whoa. I
4: hate that. Uh, Alex, so we uh, we have you coming back to a, another uh, adaptive open, and this year they let you have a walk up song. What is your walk up song that's going to get you pumped up for the round?
1: I love Fergalicia, <laughs> yes. um, Hot in Here, Nelly, yes, and then Day and Night by Kick Cuddy, yo, yo, hell yeah, yo. Slap all three. Those gonna be my one, two, three.
2: Day and night class. Bradford out. Out all three. Yes.
1: Day and night. Uh it would be my Sunday red walkout. No. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm gonna tell you, you like synchronicity yep, is yep. real. That show that song came on uh I, I usually I like to listen to music like Bloom well, shout. That song came yeah, on. Me too last night during my shower and I ran it back like six times.
4: Oh absolutely. <laughs> just hit, the, hit the loop. Literally like, I'm done it, I'm again. done showering, but I'm just gonna keep going. Again. Like yeah. oh
1: I,
2: I can remember the first time may, I heard this. Maybe song like
1: too. a something like Toby Keith uh Balance. made in America or something for a U for a US Open. There we go. Round one okay. You know like just throw in a little bit of Toby.
0: I like it.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, put a boot in your ass and and, just, and then, like, cut it and then play, like, hot in here. You know, just, <laughs> just a little country rap mix.
0: Let's say um, at the Adaptive Open, you get your walk-up songs and you win the tournament. They invite you back the next year and you get to host a champion's dinner in your honor.
1: Oh, What's yeah. What's on the Easy. menu? Um. Ever since I've heard that the masters did this, I'm like, yeah, I think I would have this uh, meat, meat and more meat. <laughs> but it would be fun because I would have like the boys, like I would have them come with me to kill the pig. Oh, oh word. OK, like,
0: well, I guess it's yeah, like, yeah,
1: we're we're flying, you know, and Augusta's pretty country if you get outside of. Hey, we, we've we got, here's some knives. There's about 12 pigs in the pen. They're all wild and rabid and they might kill you. But let's have fun. <laughs>
0: Damn. Yo, I kind of Woo. love this. That's an that's not just a dinner. That's an experience. Yeah.
1: Thank you. And that's what we're going for. Experience. <laughs> we're not going for dinner. Anybody can, <laughs> you know, go and Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow, that's... He said, I'll bring a Piggly first... Wiggly to you. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah this dinner brought I, to you I, How much fun would that and and Could you
1: see Boo Weekly and Dustin Johnson <laughs> just full Rambo, mags in their mouth, just jumping out of the chopper and just...
0: Boo-we- Boo Weekly out of anyone, I could definitely see doing oh, that. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah. Yes. He's got and John it. Daly, He's got which is weird. I it. could see John Daly doing it.
0: For sure. Oh, but he, he was it. like... Sure
1: smash a pig with a beer bottle
0: yeah yeah, yeah. you wouldn't
1: and even have just, to
0: he would just like mud wrestle a pig
1: yeah oh yeah, and yeah. you're like okay that's there it goes oh, that's john
2: great and then put that's put a cigarette out like in its snout
1: In yeah. it's snout. Yeah. yeah how'd you cook it uh i cooked it with my cigarette
4: exactly yeah i'm sorry likes, what <laughs> yes lightly I, smoked I, I think i think if uh <laughs> if Larry Mize was, was a part of that, he might actually die. <laughs> he might die. Yeah. yeah. A pig would just bump into him and he'd tip over. And <laughs> he, might, he'd he might side with the pigs.
1: I was <laughs> like, they might eat him. Bro. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Where would Larry go? You just you just lure the pigs into a pen with Larry Mize. You're All like, right. Here, here's an easy kill, pigs. Come yeah. get him. <laughs> Larry Mize would
1: then... well, You got to put an air tag on him.
0: Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> Larry Mize
1: would right. lose
2: <laughs> against like a textured wall. Like, let
4: alone <laughs> feral pigs. Electrical. Yeah. He'd to Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> damn oh, so, so much Larry my slander I'm sorry Larry I didn't sorry, I, I, I should have brought you sorry in sorry to Larry, we always, we always yeah. gang up on Larry Did we Mize. do it's <laughs> always Larry Mize. he's yeah. an easy type
1: he's like he's yeah. the yeah, most we're, we're bullies I think oh, I'm God. sorry I'm sorry Larry and we suck at golf yeah, yeah. Like, got,
4: you know, I've never won a master's so I got I, I can't say shit I guess
1: yeah I haven't even played in well I'm playing Georgia but that's about it
4: yeah yeah I've played in the state that's about it
1: uh, <laughs> yeah full-on experience Get yeah, maybe go like quail hunt uh throw in some doves quail bacon wrapped it card like i want yeah, you Cardinal. to cook not you but i want them to cook like yeah, bro yeah. everybody's getting around the, the roast i love it we're having a big old barbecue like come on <laughs> oh my god Bong um, hill cabrera i don't know what you're here for but you know
0: well, Do the bacon jail. wrap
1: quail. Oh, is he right? He just got he out. Just got on, right. He, he just, just, got just got out. He got jail. out of jail. He just got
4: out of jail. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Big. Yeah. Big Talk break. about next yeah.
0: year's championship dinner. It's going to be a party.
4: Yeah. It's going to be a zoo jacket. jacket. Or, or, maybe, or maybe he's still under house arrest. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe maybe he might not, might not make parole or something. He just yeah, rocks up true. like fully
0: tatted yes. slick back hair. <laughs> Neck tat.
4: Neck tat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, wow. Tiger
1: gets a little scared of him, even
4: <laughs> yeah. though Tiger can <laughs> He t- he talks like uh, Michael from uh when Michael went <laughs> <laughs> to the clank in the office. <laughs> <It's> gruel. <laughs> yeah. The Dementors <laughs> what was the worst
1: part. The Dementors. <laughs> the Dementos. Oh my god. Do you really not <laughs> expect me to put you up against the wall? <laughs> whoa, 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 Michael.
4: Too far. <laughs> prison on hell.
0: prison on hell oh my (laughs) god that should be a t-shirt that should be a t-shirt actually that's great
4: we got one one more uh okay uh alex do you have any emotional support items in your golf bag
1: honestly i don't i'm just not one that like believes in luck and like you i believe in creating your own luck hmm and so, like, I don't have like a special coin. I have special coins where, um, like, um, I did a tournament for some Ukrainian soldiers, and they gave me, you know, their patch. I'm like, dude, that is a cool ball marker. That's epic.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and I did, you know, a, a tournament in Japan, and they gave me a a really cool ball marker where I'm like, dude, that's like that's a talking piece. But I don't really have anything. Um, I I probably should try. I I don't know. Now you got me thinking.
0: (laughs) I mean, the the Ukrainian soldier patch is pretty fucking. That was dope. Uh, Like I
1: I was giving him a lesson. He had gotten his arm blown off by IED or not IED, but some kind of mine. And, um, I was giving him a lesson that video is on my page. And, um, I had a challenge coin from a Marine buddy of mine. I'm like, dude, I know this is weird because I don't know any, I can't speak Ukrainian Mm -hmm. uh, just because when I came here, I had nobody to speak it with. Yeah, And so um, I lost it, unfortunately. But I've been doing a lot with Ukraine. We've moved over 350 orphans out of Ukraine. Uh, We've done a lot of, uh, you know charity stuff with Ukrainian soldiers and civilians and prosthetics. Um, and, and it was really, really cool to get them on the golf course because Ukraine's such a harsh, sad land.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it really is. Uh, if you would gone in like 2012 before all this Russia crap, it was so heavy. Mm-hmm. And getting these people out on the course and smiling and missing the ball and laughing at themselves. Like, it was super cool. And so I gave him this dude a marine challenge coin, and he, like, took, he, like, you know, typical Ukraine, he, like, ripped it off and, like, slammed it on my chest. And like, and you're like, oh, this is cool. Wow. <laughs> I, th- I think I just got initiated. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. How can people help out with single hand golf?
1: Yeah. Um, go to our website, www.singlehandgolf.com. Um, if you want to donate to Ukraine, you can do it there. Uh, click on the shirts. Uh, we did a shirt fundraiser. We raised eighty-two thousand dollars. Bought a bulletproof van to help move the orphans because they kept getting shot at uh, by the Russians, which is crazy. I'm like they're orphans, dude. They don't have any parents, and you're still trying to kill them. um And uh, so we bought a bulletproof uh, van, which was really cool. And um, Right now, what we're doing is uh, we're working with the ProTex Foundation, and they're out of St. Paul, Minnesota, and they create um, prosthetic legs or arms uh, for soldiers and civilians. Wow. And so that's been really great. We did a tournament for them a couple of uh, weeks ago, raised some money, but that's prosthetics are expensive. And so we've brought Ukrainians uh, here for four weeks, gotten the visa. And the day they come to America, they go to the foundation, get fitted, get the cast, get the mold. And within four weeks, they're, you know, had therapy, uh, OT, PT uh, with their new leg or with their new arm and they're sent back. And so that's that's the next step. Uh, We've gotten the kids out. And so, hey, what's the next step? Uh, and right now we're just trying to give as many arms and legs to, to people as possible. So you can go yeah, out there great. as well. That's um, www.protex.org. Um, that's a great foundation as well. I, I've been able to see behind the scenes and really just support and appreciate all their hard work.
0: Well, I mean, that's, we echo that to you. Like the work that you do is inspiring so thank you for, for everything that you do. And it was such a pleasure to meet you in person and see you compete and hear about your story and, and certainly to talk to you today. And I'm, I'm excited for us to play some golf together. One Me day. too. And we we yeah, ran into each other off matter. the cradle, but yeah, we, we got to make that happen. Yeah. And, um, yeah man thank you so much for the time this is really cool thank you
1: guys so much for for letting me share my story and and you know raise awareness not just for adapting and call but for for ukraine and um and you know the war's still going on so that's that's yeah. the unfortunate part it. we do what we can thank you so much thank you guys